Hello and welcome back to the All Things Strongman podcast. We are here now for episode six. It seems like we're rattling through these quite quickly and the numbers are getting up there. Um, today we've got a very special podcast. We have not got one of the guys that are competing at Britain's Strongest Man, but we have our preview and predictions episode and I have been very kindly joined by a very, very special guest. She is a very talented competitor and coach in her own right. She is also becoming one of the voices in Strongman. It is quite clear to clear to say she is on the Giants live shows. If you've been on the live streams, she is um, the poor woman that's got to stand next to Terry Holland uh, for a few hours. Uh, she has commentated at OSG Europe and she had the huge task of taking everybody on the live stream through official Strongman games for each of the three days, which I am not sure how you did three days of commentating. <laughs> But it is Nicola Buchan. How are you? Woo! Hello, I'm good. How are you? Thank you for ju- jumping on. I feel like no, it's a, a bit of a coup to get you. Obviously, you, you are, as I've said, one of the voices of strongman nowadays. How, how yes. does it feel? Do you know what? When somebody said, like I said years ago, I wanted to be the voice of strongman. And I said that was my words. And now like actually hearing that people actually think that of me, I'm like, that's just so, I just, I can't, every time I hear it, I like start smiling because I'm like, I can't believe it's actually happened that people actually do see me as one of the voices of Strongman, which is someone I've wanted for a long time. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, Well, it's definitely been great having you on the commentary and on the kind of analysis side of things. Um, I, I, I mean, I spoke to you at the Liverpool show. I, I unfortunately couldn't go to the Glasgow show. Yeah. Um, which was the show before Liverpool. And I, I had the pleasure of watching along on the live stream with everybody else. And uh, I must say, you, your interactions with Terry was uh, definitely great. I must say so. <laughs> so Terry always, like, everyone says he's so, like, droll. And, and Terry says it about himself. He said it on his story tonight. Like, you know, you could mute me because I'm boring. He's not <laughs> boring. Like, I find him so interesting. Like I love talking to Terry, and I think that's probably why it works because we we speak a lot out like before and after the show, yeah. and obviously we're together when the live streams are happening. So we're just constantly chatting about what's happening. And I, he's not boring. His he makes out he is. He's not. He's not. He's great. He's really good, and he's he is very good on it. But he, is. Um, he agrees that he works well because I prompt him and. We just get on well, so I think that's why it works because we get yeah, on. It's definitely a great partnership, and it's great listening to you two take us through sort of the the shows outside of the action. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of official strongman games, and I, yeah. I said it in the intro, how did you do three days straight? Well, one, I love talking, so it's fine. It's always a good start. So that's fine. To be fair, I'm holding the hands up, Gabe. Like. Yes, I that it was long, but Gabe did a little bit longer than me, so I don't know how he felt, but he loves it too. But it was fine. It was we just loved it. It was so fun. We were right at the finishing line of each event. Um, so exciting and just an opportunity to be there and like you know be a part of it and be there talking for not you know just the women but the men and the the you know the the lower category weighted categories and things. It's just amazing. And Gabe was fantastic to be speaking with um the first day was tough like friday was that was tough because it was literally just all day it was just me and gabe and i think we we didn't eat and we had one pee break and i was like gabe i really need to go like pee and then they're like we're going back we're going back on i was like we're peeing first and then we'll (laughs) go back on there was a lot of caffeine that was tough and then but i'm glad it happened because then after that we were like we're going to get guests on and we arranged to have people on. And then it was easy because we were getting breaks. We were taking turns. But Friday was, I was like, if I can do that show, I could do any show. So it was a really, it was quite a confidence booster, actually. So it was fine. It was amazing. Yeah, that long without a pee break. Um, yeah, not a good thing. I mean, and I, you know me with the tinnies, <laughs> I just kept going. And I was like, oh, that was a mistake. I thought I was going to get a break. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, okay, like this is not possible for me to say any longer. I have to go. So I ran while they were competing and ran back, and then Gabe did the same. Um, but no, it was amazing, really good. It's good, and it's obviously a great show. It's the official Strongman Games because it's a, yeah. a great three day show that can really highlight how 
deep this sport is. Not only is the women's uh, categories in there, there's all the men's weight categories as well. Yeah. As an advertisement for Strongman, is there any better, really? No, no, not really, because it's, like you said, it is, it's, it's, you know, showing that it's so versatile. It's like anyone can do this sport and it, it really shows that. And that's what I think OSG brings to the table is that anyone can do this sport and you can be a part of the community. And it's just, I loved it. And I was so excited about going and I knew it was going to be amazing, but it mm. topped all my expectations. Like, the, oh, it's just incredible. And the way they ran it, it was just it was so good. So, so good. It's a great show. And it definitely looked great from the outside looking in. Um, oh, it was it was incredible. They did such a good job of running that competition. I mean, there was over 300, you know, athletes, like, and everything went so smoothly mm. from where I was. And we were literally on the front line. Everything was going so smoothly. It was, and it was, it was testing. It wasn't an easy competition, you know, like they could make it easy and, you know, oh, well, let's get everybody getting every rep and every, but they didn't, they challenged those athletes and, we saw who the best was in the end. It was it was an incredible weekend. It really was. It was great to watch. Um, but yes, enough about the shows from last year. Let's get into the action that's coming up in just a few days. What are we on? Wednesday. This is Wednesday. It's we're too late till I leave. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, yeah, so obviously the show is on Saturday. It's on the Saturday 27th of January at the Utilitar yep. Arena in Sheffield. Yep. Britain's Strongest Man. How incredibly stacked is this field of athletes? Oh, it is a superstar lineup. Oh, I'm so ex- I am so excited because I watched this one on the TV last year. Um, I hadn't quite made it to Giants Live at that point, so now to be actually invited to go and talk on behalf of these guys, like, and it's Britain. You know, it's where we're from. Britain's strongest man is just. I'm so excited, and it's the events. Oof. Ooh, spicy, tasty ones, isn't there? Oh, I read the notes. I was like, I cannot wait to see this. Yes, yes. We'll dive straight into those events. I mean, is it the heaviest Britain's Strongest Man events ever? It's pretty heavy. I mean, heavy. that deadlift obviously you get the two choices of the weights you get the 360 360 yeah 360 yeah. and 400 obviously the four anything in four of 400 pops that but that's that's big weights like huge there's huge weights so i'm very interested to see who goes to try the the 400 or maybe yes. You know, that's exciting. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, so that is event event one is the deadlift. So, obviously, you get mm-hmm. a choice of either the 360 kilo or 400 kilo. And as you said rightly, any any rep of the 400 kilo bar trumps any. Yeah. As many reps. You can rep forever on the 360. If somebody reps 400, they beat you automatically. Yeah. But the interesting one is is they are allowing them to go back down to the 360 after they've sort of tied themselves out on the 400. So yeah. any kind of ties on the 400 for reps can be broken by a rep of the 360, which I think is a very interesting one. That's, I think they've been very creative this time with this with this competition. And it just, it just shows it's getting better and better. It's just the growth of the sport. Like that's what we need to do when we grow. We need to, you know, experiment and do new things. And I think, yeah, I think that's great. Um, obviously, there's some top players in there, but I think everyone's going to be quite impressive. There's a lot of good deadlifters in there. I think this is an absolutely stacked deadlift sort of field. Mm-hmm. 100%. How, how many do you think will actually get a rep of the 400? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that question. Got to test you. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I think there's only going to be a few that get right. the 400, but I think that we're going to be very impressed with how many reps we see on that 360. Yeah. I think there is going to only be a few that get the 400. I might be wrong, but um, I've been snooping and, <laughs> but then you don't always see everything on social media because, you know, we don't want to no. share everything no. and we don't want to, you know, give away everything. So I don't know. We could get. I hope I'm surprised, but I think maybe we'll just see a couple of people getting that 400. Um, 
but I'm interested to see the battle on the 360, because regardless, it's points, isn't it? It is. So if only one person gets the 400, obviously they win, but then that's a battle between all those other competitors on the 360. Mm. So see, that's I my, think, I, yeah, that's my prediction. <laughs> I, think, I think at least half of this field lifts 400. Obviously, we're down to 12 athletes now. We'll come on to exactly who's competing and who's, who's missed out or dropped yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah, but I think at least half this field can at least get one rep of the four hundred. Do you think so? Mm. Could be. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm just. It, there's some sneaky, yeah. some sneaky players on social media. I'll tell you well, that. Yeah, that's why I'm saying you know because there's been some lifts that are very close to that three sixty or three, and they look very easy. Mm. But that doesn't always mean they're going to get four hundred. But maybe it does. Like you don't know. You don't know. But that's the best bit. That's it the is. best bit. And that's what I think that's what this event brings is that almost tactical kind of approach to it. The guys will be sat there. I'm guessing they'll be going in don't know if they'll be going in pairs or just on their own. I think it'll be on their own. Mm-hmm. So the guys that are going later on, probably you guys like Tom Stortman and Adam Bishop, who are very good deadlifters. Yes. Who, were, who are probably most like who are probably the two that are most likely to do multiple reps of four hundred. Hundred percent, yeah. If they only need like two or three reps, they're not going to burn themselves out by trying to break records and do yep. six and seven reps. Either they're, they're going to be very yep. tactical, so it definitely brings a bit of a, a different approach to normal. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of that record, obviously at the moment it's unofficially Rauno O'Heinlers. He did it in his, his garage over the COVID lockdown. If if anybody remembers that, he got six reps of four hundred. I believe the Giants Live official record is uh, split between uh, Constantine Janashia and JF yep. Caron at five. Yes. Any, anybody doing seven reps, do you think? I'm going to say yes. Why not? Mm. I think so. I think I think that's possible. But then, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say yes. I'm just saying yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> who, do, who do you think is going to do it? I'm going to make you double down on your prediction. Though. Okay. Um, I think Tom could do it. I, I don't I think, think... And Adam Bishop as well. Yeah. Like, them two, them two... If it's going to be anyone, it's going to be them two, obviously. It's going to be out of them two. Yeah. I don't think Tom sometimes gets the credit he deserves for his deadlift. I think... 100%. I think it's because he was quite open that it was something he struggled with. And I think he gets forgotten about that he's improved massively, massively, and that he's actually a very, very good deadlifter. He is. Um, But, you know, he's very good at everything. So, (laughs) that's true. There's uh, not a lot that that boy cannot do. uh... Good old Tom. Yeah. Yeah. um, Just to sort of speak about the other events, obviously, event two is the Axel Press. Uh, yep. overhead which is 160 kilos for reps from my talking to some of the guys if, if anybody's listened to all of the podcasts um congrats if you have because it's a lot to go through um <laughs> the axle press seems to be the one that the guys are really worried about and have maybe pointed out as maybe being their weaker event okay it's a bit of an interesting one obviously maybe because everybody trains log axle press is a little bit of a different mm-hmm. uh kind of Technique, yeah. Um, so, what? Just what are your thoughts on why you think it's maybe a bit of a sticking point for some of these guys? Well, it's very heavy. That's incredibly <laughs> true. One thing is, one hundred and sixty <laughs> kilos. Like, it's true. That's nuts. Like, I struggle deadlift that on a good day sometimes. <laughs> so, it's extremely heavy, and you know, for. Axel, when you get to the, you know that reps overhead, you, you know the big guys do struggle with their mobility overhead. Some of them don't, but most of them do. Um, I'm included, and I'm not one of the big guys. Like my mobility, my shoulders have gotten worse since doing strongman. So I think that you know that being that lockout with the head through, with that amount of weight, um, probably can make it a lot harder. So it's probably their least favorite one <laughs> with that with that, but. Again, there's some people that stand... I mean, we know that Luke Stoltman's an amazing presser, although he has been, obviously, fixing his shoulder, which he's been doing really, really well with. So hoping to see some good things 
from him, but Tom's also very like improved. Like there's a lot of good pressers in there as well. So yeah. but yeah, I think maybe it's just like you said, the fact that they train a lot of log and that mobility, I think, can hold you back when you start then training Axel mm. and you realise actually I'm not as mobile as I thought yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Event three then is the other new event. Uh, uh, for Britain's Strongest Man, it is the Blacksmith Medley, is what they've now called it. I believe it was mm-hmm. event originally called the uh, Load and Hoist. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that is a 100-kilo anvil that they will have to load into a 40-kilo basket. And yep. then, obviously, 140-kilo arm over arm, hoisted to, I believe, the top of a, a plinth or, or something. Uh, best time wins, race to the finish. I'm excited to see this one because I feel like it's going to cause some problems. I agree. I agree. And I think it's going to be one of those nail biters where you're like, ah! Like, uh, yeah, I when I seen that event, I was like, that is such a good idea. Like, I love it. I love it. I love when they just mix things up. Like, it keeps yeah. it exciting. Keeps Also keeps athletes on their toes. Like, it's okay. We, you know, we're constantly doing deadlifts. We're, do- we're doing overheads all the time. We're doing stones. But these things, like like you said, they throw a spanner in the works where, you know, the people that maybe aren't top, you know, the top competitors, they sneak in there. Yep. They sneak in there because they're fast on their feet, um, very athletic. So, yeah, I think that's going to mix things up a little bit. With this new sort of kit, obviously, arm over arm isn't too kind of popular in certain mm-hmm. strongman circles. Um how do you reckon the guys have been training this? I know I've seen a few videos. I think Paddy Ains has been pulling a tractor on his on his farm, <laughs> which I mean, if, you, if you've got it, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but how do you train this sort of thing? Yes, I think it is just literally trying, especially when you're dealing with weight like that, you know, you're going to have to pull something. Yeah. You're going to have to practice that actual specific movement and get your technique. Like there's different techniques. Like how do you want to move your body? Like it's, it's different for everyone. So I think it is a case of just hooking up to a truck or something and pulling and figuring out exactly how you want to to move that. So I think that's that's probably the only way. If it was me and I was training or I was going to coach somebody, I'm like, we're you know, we can train that muscle groups as much as possible, but we need to actually, you know, physically do that arm over arm rope, pulling something heavy. So, yeah, I think there's some probably weird and wonderful ways that they have trained it and we haven't seen. <laughs> we haven't got to see. I'm haven't sure. got to see. I'm sure. I just I just love the view of a tractor being dragged along by by a, a single bloke and a rope. Oh, it was so cool. It was so incredible. Cool. Oh, that, that's the joy of Strongman. Just cause Imagine it's driving a past like, oh, what's the hell? He's pulling his tractor himself. What a man. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, just to round out sort of the final two events then, uh, event four is the bag toss, six bags over a bar, ranging from 18 kilos all the way up to 28 kilos. That's yeah. a heavy bag. We've, we've, it's the key word of this segment is heavy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, even the 18, the 16, sorry, the, the first one. Yeah. I mean, that's heavy. I can, I can barely do eight. <laughs> I hate throwing bags for myself. I like watching them. Yeah. But um and then obviously after all that first events, you're gonna be tired where this is when you need that explosive fast power to get that bags as quickly as possible. So and again, I think that's gonna throw Sparrow in the works as well. I think, you know, there's some guys in there that are gonna be very, very fast at this event. So but then it does go heavy. So it's gonna come yeah. down to who can get, you know, the final bag over. So yeah. it's, it's another it's another great event. Yeah, I think that's been one of the talking points is there's quite a few people that are showing like they're going to be really great at this bag toss event. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to be a race to the finish, but I feel like a mistake is going to cost somebody in this yes. event. Yeah, because if you go if you go too crazy and you muck it up, then it's straight in your head like, oh no, and it's panic, it's panic because it's such a fast event. Mm. So it's how, how are they going to approach that to make sure there's no mistakes? There's going to be so, some guys throwing from the spot as well. I can tell yeah. you that now. I've seen, I've spoken to a few of the guys, and they're like, "I'm just throwing from where I'm standing. There's no step back. That they're going. They they're really thinking it's going to come down to the minuscule seconds. So tight. So they're trying to 
get every advantage possible. Yeah, so, no puffing about. No. Just get it over. No. Uh, but then we end with it with a classic, with probably the strongman event. It is the Castle Stones. It's what Giants call their heavy set. So it's the yeah. 120 all the way up to that magical 200, um, yeah. which we saw Tom Stoltman won motion at the World Tour Finals. Just yeah. to show off at the end of the just- run. It was amazing, and I was this close, <laughs> videoing with my little phone hiding. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, like how close I am to top spot doing stones. This is the best day ever." It was so good. Like, and I was—I literally you could hear me on my video, like, "He just won motion." That <laughs> <laughs> so cool. And then I would love to see at the end of that. Like, obviously, I think it's Thor that's got the record for that stones for like yeah. seventeen point. Five something. something I'd, like love to see, I'd love to see that beat Ooh. as well. That would be fun, That'd wouldn't be, it? That'd, that'd be incredible. Be 17.54 seconds, I think it is. That's fast, but doable, obviously. It, for a certain Scotsman, I would definitely <laughs> say <Exactly>. so. <laughs> for a certain fella that just seems unstoppable on stones. Mm-hmm. Like we're probably going to talk about his predictions later on. It's you get to sort of the stones and you go, oh, number one, Tom Stoltman. Yeah, filtering everybody else. Is is he is he beatable on stones? No. Out, outside of making a mistake, obviously. I know. Do you remember when him and Singleton? Yeah. To this day, I still use that analogy to my clients when they're like, "What if I make a mistake?" I'm like, "Listen." watch this video. I'm like, that is the best in the world. And they make mistakes, relax, yeah. it's not a big deal. But I'll never forget that. I thought I was going to have a heart attack that day. It was wild. But yeah, I mean, yeah. apart from it, if there's not a mistake make, made, then no, I don't think that he's beatable. Not not in this not in this competition this weekend. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um, I just want to touch final point on the stones. Did you see the lovely... Um contest that everybody seemed to be having on uh, social media, who can one motion the heaviest stone? No. Oh, so uh, I think Paddy Ains one motion 200, Kane Francis went and did 220. Wow. Well, maybe maybe I'll be corrected then, Maybe you know, if he's one motion 220, how fast is he going to be able to move yeah. getting to that stones? But I still think Tommy's up there. That is, um, you know, he is the best of the best. But, I mean, no, i never seen that, but I'm going to go and check that out. And by the way, I love Kane Francis. He is so funny. He's so, hilarious. Yeah. Like, if you've never spoke to him and you're going to a competition, you need to go and talk to him because he's absolutely hilarious. I love yeah. him. He's such a nice guy. Such, such a, a nice character. Guy. Him, he him, and, him and Shane together. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Absolutely They're hilarious. So yeah, I think it was like a 16-second one motion, but it was a one motion all the same. Doesn't matter. If he got it, he got <laughs> exactly. it. It counts. <laughs> exactly. We've sort of started on to talking about as wonderful 12 athletes that will be uh, competing at Britain's Strongest Man. Uh, naturally, mm-hmm. we, we've obviously teed everybody up about some of the bigger stars. Yep. Uh, first off, we'll talk about a couple of guys that have unfortunately had to drop out um, yeah. In the form of Graham Hicks and Luke Richardson, um, two guys that probably was were going to be up there contending and really have a hope to make that mm-hmm. podium. Um, such a shame to see those two have to drop out, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely got it, and you know, got it for both of them, but um, especially Luke. I'm just got it for him. Like, obviously, devastated for Hicksy as well, but. I met Luke for the first time at England, England's Strongest Man. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. England's Strongest Man. And he'd obviously just, re- you know, came back from injuries, several injuries that he had. And you could s- just see the fire. He was ready. He was ready to come yeah, back. Cool. And and then I seen that on social media and I was like, no, I'm absolutely devastated for him. Absolutely mm-hmm. devastated. And just another injury. I'm like, yeah. oh. Just absolutely got it for him. Such a shame. It's awful to see, and it just seems to be injury after injury for him. And I mean, as you say, he came back at England and really looked to be. He put a statement down in that competition. I think he did after f- first event after what about two years out. Yeah, to perform like that is absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, hamstring injury unfortunately seems like a 
a full tear, I think he put on his social media. Yeah, I think he's got to go in for, for the operation in the next couple of weeks, maybe not even that. So I think that's another recovery for him. It's just he, I can only imagine how he's feeling. Like, yeah. just bless him. But hopefully he recovers quickly. But yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. Fingers crossed anyway, but yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about some of the new faces because we have three wonderful athletes that are making their first appearance uh, at a at Britain's Strongest Man, not a Giants Live. I was about to say yeah. Giants Live, but one fella that is making his Brits debut has performed at a Giants Live and he's somebody that is a fellow countryman to yourself. He is. Obviously, Conor Curran uh, made his Giants Live debut at the World Tour Finals. You was yeah. there. You was, I believe, uh, comparing... Yep. Scotland's strongest man when he won his Scottish title. I was, yes. Talk to us a little bit about Connor. Obviously, you you being the expert. Yeah, so I have seen Connor compete a few times and I've seen him last year at Scotland's strongest man and he did really, really well. And then he came back and I just knew I hadn't really been following too much. Like I prefer like a little bit of a surprise. I don't I kind of stop watching getting close at a comp so I can be just as surprised as everyone else. Yeah. And then, but I seen him at Scotland Strongest Man last year, and I just knew, I just knew he was not. And I think I, I actually said to him, like, "What are you most looking forward to?" And he's like, "Winning." And I was just like, "Yes!" Like, I just, I, I just knew. I could just tell that he, that he was going to give everything, and he did, and he took it. And then I seen him in Glasgow at the finals, uh, World Tour finals, and he was extremely nervous, but he did yeah. amazing. He was so good. So I'm so chuffed he's gotten this opportunity because he definitely deserves it. He's he's been working really really hard, so I'm I'm, I'm excited for him. Really excited for him. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Connor compete. He's a he seems like a really good guy. Obviously, was on episode one of this podcast. <laughs> he was the very first guest. Um, so if you've not listened to that podcast, go ahead and listen. So, yeah, sorry, he's a, sorry. He's a nice guy. Yeah, sorry, Nicola. I've got to get me plug in. Oh, get it in there. We go. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. The other two new faces, uh, Sean Gillen, obviously current Ireland's strongest man, will be travelling over from Australia where he actually lives. Um, and then Paddy Haynes, who is an yes. extremely talented and up-and-coming strongman. Uh, firstly, yes. on, on Sean, he is just a static monster. I'm looking forward to see how he goes in the deadlift and the axle press. I haven't seen much of Sean, I'll be honest. Um, so again, I love that because when I have, in my experience, when I have come to these competitions and there isn't somebody I don't know much about, I really look forward to seeing them because they always surprise me. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh my gosh, they're amazing. Cause obviously, they're very good. That's why they're getting to Britain's Strongest Man Giants Life. But I always love when I don't know somebody that well and I don't tend to go and then look because, again, I want that like surprise, like... Okay, I don't know much, so let's see what happens. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing him. Um, and then Paddy met him before. He's so athletic, like, and he's just like for how athletic he is, he's so strong. And you don't you obviously have the athletic, you know, strong men, but he's so athletic. Yeah. Like, I think he did some kind of tuck jump before he started like a sandbag run once, and he was like in the air. And I was like, How can you get up there? He's um, and he's yeah. and he's a lovely guy as well, really, yeah. really good, and just yeah, incredibly strong. Oh, so these guys, these three, it's, it's just showing the standard of strongman now is getting better and better and better all the time because these are new guys, and they're going to hold their own in this competition. Absolutely. So it's just it's showing the standard of um, strongman. Yeah, the development over even just the past sort of twelve months, two years. I agree. It, it, absolutely incredible, aren't it? To have this sort of depth in yeah. a in a in a what is essentially a national show. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. It's really exciting. It's yeah. exciting for the sport and exciting for other people watching that have maybe just started their journey or feeling like they're looking at these guys and thinking, Oh, it's never gonna be possible. Well it is, because if they can do it, like I know that you've been watching, you know, people like Tom Stoltman, Mark Felix, and that for a long time, but these other guys are new and they've made it. So that's exciting for people watching and being inspired by that. Yeah, on that, I mean, I spoke to Conor Curran, he only started his, his strongman journey in, in lockdown. So, what's that? Mm-hmm. So about two years ago, two, two, three years ago, Cape Francis has yeah. basically had his two year anniversary training the sport 
just a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. So they're very fresh in the sport and yeah. already at this level. It's it's incredible to see and it's incredible to see and think about where they could potentially get to. I know really. that's um that's that is amazing because that's not a, that is not a long time. It's exactly. really not like people might think, oh, two years. No, that's not a long time in the sport. It's not that much experience. Can you imagine another five years where that guys are going to be the experience they're going to have, the knowledge they're going to have, how they're going to know their body better? Like, wow, I'm looking forward to seeing them all grow in the sport. Talking about experience, um, we can't. I've, so kind of have a Brits without talking about this man and having this man at the show. Mark Felix, I mean, everybody goes on about how old he is nowadays. How yeah. long is it? I mean, currently the over 50s world's strongest man. Yeah. And won that over at OSG. Is this his swan song at Britain's Strongest Man, do you think? Or do we see him go into his 60s? I I don't know. I think he will. I think he will just. I know from speaking to him, he says that he will continue to do strongman for as long as he's capable for. Yeah. Um, whether he just focuses on like the masters kind of side going forward, or he continues to do this, um, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure what what his decision will be. But he is an amazing person. He's such a he has such a love. I mean, they're all they're all lovely, but yeah. He's so nice and he looks incredible. Like, can we just, he's so strong and he's so, you know, for his age, but he looks amazing. Like I had lunch with him and I was like, you don't even have a wrinkle. Like you look like you just, and it, again, it goes to that inspiring people out there. Like age is just a number. And Mark Felix is proving that every single time that we see him compete and every single day when he's working his six day, seven day a week job. Um, but no, I don't know. I think we've still got a lot to see from Mark Felix anyway. We have. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. He's he's not done yet. No. He, he will go until the wheels fall off, for sure. Oh, definitely. Until he's, you know, physically can't do strongman anymore, he's going to be yeah. there. And it's great because he just loves it. Oh, he loves it. Fun. Like, that's a lot of pressure upon your body as a young person, let alone, you know, in your 50s. But if you love something, then it's going to keep you young. Yeah. If you're still doing it, which is just great, and I love it, I love his passion for the sport. Oh, see, he's an incredible bloke to have around the sport, and as you say, I, I've had the joy of talking to him, yeah, in and around and spending time a little bit with him within the group of the Giants Live kind of group, and it, it, he's he's still like a, a big kid, even yeah. in his fifties, he's as big as big of a kid as some of these younger guys. So mm-hmm. he definitely is young at heart. Which is he nice definitely, he's great. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, looking at other athletes then, um, we've kind of broken these down if you've not noticed. Um, so uh, we're going to move into what we've kind of put as, no disrespect to these guys, mm-hmm. we've sort of put as our, well I put as our mid-pack. Guys yep. that I can see doing, that are not maybe not going to quite get to podium, Okay, probably going to get to mid-range, yep. really. Um this is my predictions, not Nicola. If any of these guys want to have a have a go, <laughs> not me. It's not him. <laughs> <laughs> so we've obviously got Paro Dwyer, obviously a talented Irish strongman. Obviously, he's always in and around these British shows. Finished second in twenty twenty two, missed out on twenty twenty three through injury. Um, do we see him get potentially having a chance of getting back to that level? Not I don't that. see why not. I don't see why not. He's proved over and over again that he's, you know, a high level competitor, high-level athlete. Um, I don't see why not, because he is... I mean, he's been at various um, Giants Lives now, and he always keeps up, and he always does, you know, continues to improve, so I don't see why not. Yeah, people talk about the challenges of a Giants Live show. Um, I think Paro Dwyer is probably one of the most experienced guys in this field of competing Mm -hmm. at a Giants Live. 100%. He's he, that experience is going to go a long way. Absolutely. It does, yeah, 100%. Um, a man that was heading into the final event of 2023's Britain's Strongest Man in second place was obviously Paul Smith. Yeah. He, he's back again this year in 2024 with no power stairs, which unfortunately was his uh, Achilles heel last year. Mm-hmm. I think Paul's 
due a very good competition again. Yeah. So uh, obviously has a little bit of a distraction with the baby on the way. I think he, I think he put out today that Shannon and his lovely wife is about two days away. And I think I saw her deadlifting 200 kilos today as well. Listen, that woman is incredible. But I'm like, girl, stop lifting. You're making me feel bad. I had to, I, I, <laughs> She's amazing. I'm look, looking wow. on Instagram. I had to stop. I'm like, what's going on here? She's... I, I've loved that she shared that, actually, because I do. there's a lot of hatred that goes towards pregnant women lifting. And there really isn't. It's, it's disgusting because if your body is capable of doing something, pregnancy doesn't stop everything. Yes, you've got to be sensible and you've got... But she, if she's listening to her body and her body's capable... So I think it's absolutely amazing that she shared that and allowed to see other pregnant women that are into sports or just into lifting at the gym that, you know, you know your body. Nobody can tell you what else to do. And she's prime example because she's strong, fit, healthy. She looks like, I don't know the inside, but she looks like she's had a, she's had a really great pregnancy. Um, So she's definitely somebody to be admired um, going if you're a mum-to-be. Mm. We'll talk about the other expecting dad as well in this this little yes, group here. Luke's, Mr. Stoltman. He is. He is. Oh he's an absolute he's not legend long either. Well. I think he's got she's due in like a week or something, yeah. I think. The due very close together. I were, I was yeah. uh, kind of wondering if both of these guys would actually make it to this show. They are committed to their giant life, Britain's and you know, why wouldn't you? That is, you know, is a big deal to them. And you know, imagine being able to tell your your child that like just as I finished Britain's Strong's Man, it <laughs> come home because you were going to be born. Like, how amazing is that to be able to show your child that later yeah. on? You yeah. know, really good. Two, two different situations, though, I think, because uh, she's obviously will be up in Scotland. Um, yeah, there's yeah, a big difference. <laughs> I think Shannon will be in the arena backstage coaching Paul. Oh, oh she's definitely. at least going to be in the arena. I think, um, I think there's a yeah, chance. Yeah, she's not missing out. I think she's there's a chance the baby out. might be born at Utilitar Arena. Can you imagine <laughs> a giant flying baby? Don't get me too excited, okay? Because this is like gonna be like Shannon. Are you feeling okay? Do you need anything? <laughs> oh, imagine. Cool. Yeah, that's super. Yeah, I mean, how amazing is that though to have them still there, a part of it? You know, with that in their head, like yeah. that's 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 big. You know, especially for Luke. You know, because she is going to be all the way up in Invergordon, which is yeah. a long, 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 mm. long way away. And so amazing on her part for being obviously the supportive wife as well, but also amazing for him to be able to still come and compete, knowing that his wife is, you know, literally about to give birth. So I think that's amazing. It is. It is. Um, just finishing off the chat around Luke, he's obviously, his chances, he's a bit of a legend of the spot now. I yep. couldn't realise, I had somebody question when I put out on our Instagram, just doing a little bit of preview of, of the guys. Somebody questioned the fact he was 39. Nobody, he is 39. He's 39. They, didn't, they didn't believe it. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm like, well, well I don't say unfortunate, but he is 39, which I think <laughs> some people, yeah. <laughs> I like Shame I felt bad then. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like some people obviously look at him still competing at a very high level and yeah. don't, don't realise that he is. He's, he's been around the sport for a, a long, long time now, uh, now, really, hasn't he? And he's done yeah. a lot in his career. I think because he's so close with Tom, obviously, I think they just assume that he's it's the same awesome. age as Tom or roughly the same age. Um, and it is easy to forget that he is much older than Tom yeah. and still competing you know at that level with his brother um again just another inspiring story of you know he's been in the sport for a long time like you said I mean I remember when he was training and he was still going offshore and mm. you know putting up videos and things like that and and it's just shown like the hard work does it does pay off it doesn't matter how long it takes just stick at it and it'll happen so right. yeah I'm excited to see his axle because right. I have been following his shoulder journey and there's been huge improvements um, recently. So I'm looking forward to seeing or actually even asking him after like now doing that with a shoulder that feels better. How did that feel for you? So he must be excited about it as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it'll be nice to see him back pressing at the highest level. Yes. I feel like he's 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 maybe felt a bit off it the last few years and, and he's definitely going to 
feel a lot better, I'm sure, coming into this, this competition. Which is his confidence is going to be through the roof because you know if, if the pain is less, oh. you're gonna you're not gonna have to be worrying. Oh, it's you know it's painful. It's, it's going to be painful. If the pain's reduced, then he's definitely gonna have more confidence. And I mean, his his strength is just amazing. So then to have that confidence and mindset to back that, I'm really looking forward to seeing his pressing. Yeah, and I think absolutely. he could. I think he could win that event. To be honest. There you go, guys. Nicholas. Uh, there you go, Luke Stoltman. No, don't let on. me down, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see Luke. Hopefully, he does extremely well. But if he doesn't win it, I feel like you're going to be charging over to him now. I can't wait to see Luke, that. <laughs> no, I hope he does because I yeah. know that it's been a real issue. And I've hurt my shoulder recently and it's so rubbish. But once you start seeing that improvement again, it's magic. And that he's obviously known for being amazing at present so yeah. i'm looking forward to seeing how how he does yeah round out sort of my mid-pack is kane francis we spoke about him earlier incredible car- character funny guy just to be around and just have around the place finished yeah. fifth last year on two weeks notice which i think was an achievement in itself so mm-hmm. much more experienced i think um i put in sort of the title of his podcast he was one of the busiest strongmen in 2023, mm-hmm. I think he did 12 Strongman Champions League competitions, flew all over, did England's Strongest Man, finished second behind Luke Richardson yeah. at that. I'm looking forward to seeing Kane. I really yeah. am. Yeah, he is. Yeah, just his attitude. Like, you don't really get to see it when he's obviously on there doing the events, but his attitude backstage is just, he's just so full of energy. And yeah, he's incredibly strong. It's just, yeah, he's got a lot of potential. Like you said, he's only been doing this, what did you say, two years? Two years. Two years. And to be at this level is incredible. And he has worked his ass off to get that experience with that competitions last year to make sure that when he did get to a position like this, he was ready for it. So, um, and obviously his training's been going very well. So I think he's going to put on a very good performance. Absolutely, well. Sure. Um, now, moving on to who I think will be the podium contenders. Okay. Uh, see if you agree with me at all. We'll we'll ask for your podium mm-hmm. your podium later on as we finish okay. and wrap up. Yeah. Just just if you've not thought about it, give you a little bit of time to think about it. Okay. Uh, we have the current reigning Britain's strongest man, Adam Bishop. Mm-hmm. He's he's not going to be giving up this title easily at all. No, definitely not. He's coming for that win again. He he wants to be a three-time Britain's strongest man. He's, he's already got two. I think he, he definitely wants that third. I'm looking forward to him in the deadlift. Really going to be a tough, tough person to beat. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just don't know about some of his events later on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Um, the events are very... Like the the blacksmith medley and and things like that. Like he's extremely good. To, he's an all round athlete, but yeah. there's such a mix of events in there that I again I just think like you said with that blacksmith medley, the throwing bags. I think that's just gonna muddle up all the points. So I just don't know. I don't yeah. know. But he's definitely gonna be. He's definitely gonna be on the podium. Definitely for sure. Yeah. Looking to Wales' strongest man then, uh, a lad that finished second last year and was unlucky to not win, obviously, coming second to Adam Bishop, who was just head and shoulders above the field last year. But Gavin Bilton had an unbelievable 2023. I feel like he's definitely deserved of a most improved strongman of the year, which is what award he won at the All Things Strongman Awards. Anybody that's on Instagram and voted, thank you. Uh, I know, but I agree. I agree. He's he's come on leaps and bounds, especially since he's he's lost weight. Yeah. Which is incredible to say that he's, he's I'm not 100% sure what he's weighing at the moment, but he's still, I hope Gav doesn't mind me saying this, quite a lot heavier than a, a lot of the field. Yeah. I, I felt Gavin Bilton's looking really dangerous when at any competition. 100%. I've seen him, I've had the pleasure of watching him a few times last year. And I could I could see it as well. Like I said to him, I was like, "That you you just look so much better. He looks happier he in does. the sport as well. Like he looks like he's enjoying it more. 
as well, which is massive because if you're if you're going into something dreading it and you're not not enjoying it, you know, to the full, then that is going to hold you back. So he just seems he just seems in a better place, he like does. all round, and that's dangerous going into competition. If you are loving it and you're in a good place mentally, physically, then you better watch out for Gavin Bilton because he's the guy. He's a, a, a big fan's favourite as well. Plays the crowd yes. well. Everybody yeah. loves it. I don't think I've I've met anybody that's got a bad word to say about Gav. No. He's just so not. lovely. I know. He's a he is a good, and he's guy. so funny. Yeah. He's, he's, he's quietly funny. You know, especially when you get him with Evan Singleton. He's oh. absolutely... Them two are so funny. Like... <laughs> Evans Evans coming out with all you know the the theatrics and that and Gavin just comes out with like one line it's uh, it's hysterical love it I think I quite I quite like it when he's Gav just does his rah just to take the mick out of Evan (laughs) rah (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's unbelievable Um, a guy that I expect to have a very very good competition. And I, I'm picking him to be a sneaky podium finisher because I believe these events are very, very good for him. Is Shane Flowers? Yeah, he's had a little bit. Had a obviously disappointing 2023 competition where he had to pull mm-hmm. out uh, after yeah. basically two two deadlift bars of the deadlift ladder last year. Mm-hmm. Had a kind of probably a little bit of a disappointing Europe's strongest man and a disappointing beginning part of 2023. Twenty and the back end. Rod back, finishing on the podium at the Strongman Open, going over and podium him, podiuming him. I can't even speak now. You can tell it's been podiuming. <laughs> I can't even say it. Yeah. Um, finishing on the podium. There we go. Worked it around. Finishing on the podium at the Mag- Magnus for Magnuson Classic as well over in Iceland. But I'm excited to see how Shane Flowers goes on yeah. Saturday. He's very fast. He's very good at his moving events. It, like, crazy fast so that's like that's two events in itself that are going to be very good for him mm. um so yeah I, th- I think he's going to be a sneaky one to keep an eye on definitely you've got sort of deadlift that is is sneaky good at a deadlift obviously with his powerlifting background yeah i th- i think he is the guy that will win the bag toss yes I, the- I i agree actually i was thinking that earlier and I was looking through all the names and I was like, as soon as I read his name, um, I was like, yeah, reading through them, I was like, oh yeah, I think he's going to take that one. Definitely. Yeah, he, he beat Tom at the 2022. That's right, British yeah. Strongest Man in Bag Toss. Yeah. I think it was like the only event that Tom didn't win in that competition. Yeah. And it was a, a, a plucky Shane Flowers. It was, <laughs> I think and, it was fast, and it was fast. I remember it being like, Rapid. you blink and you missed it kind of thing. And I think it's going to be the same again. Yeah, 100%. But, but we've mentioned him there, and I think the outright favourite in a lot of people's eyes for this competition is Tom Stolman. Yeah. it's If he turns up like he can, and we've all seen, especially towards back in the 2023 where he went and won the World Tour Finals in great fashion, Yeah, it's, it's definitely his to lose if he turns up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tom is Tom. You know, it, he is just, just your. It's just a strong man, isn't he? Two-time world strongest man. It, he just, it, and he makes it look so effortless. Everything he does. So yeah, he is. He is, you know, one of the top competitors. Like there, there's no way of getting around it. He's definitely could be on podium, but he's not coming to take podium. He's coming to win. So I'm looking forward to seeing Tommy come for it. And obviously he's from Scotland, so <laughs> come on, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's top. I'm guessing you're picking Tom to win overall and Luke to win the Axel Press. Yeah. <laughs> Conor Curran just around out the Scots to have a really good competition and a yeah. real good showing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I um I love all the athletes and I do. I know people just say that, but I do. I've met them all and they're amazing. Apart from Sean, who obviously I said I don't really know. I look forward to meeting him. But yeah, I will say that if I'm going to predict somebody to win, and because I'm biased, it's going to be Tom uh, Tom Stoltman, of course, of course. So, so you've picked your winner. We're going to predictions now. Come on. Okay. Podium. So you've gone Tom Stoltman to win. Adam Bishop second. Ooh. Gavin Bilton third. Nice. 
that that's the, as soon as I seen the lineup and the events, that's that's what was in my head straight away. So I'll just stick with that. See, I've gone a little bit different. I think okay. obviously Tom to win. That's okay. a, that's not a surprise, I'm sure. Now I've been toying with second place. I'm going Bish. I'm going Adam Bishop. Okay. Shane Flowers third. I think okay. Shane would just pip Gav. Okay. Now it hurts me to put Gavin Bilton off the podium. It really does. I just think these events for Shane Flowers, uh, I feel like they're very good. Yeah, they are very good. They are. It's... But I've also, I think, just because I've seen so much of Gavin, and I think because he's improved so much, mm. um, I think that alone, like I said, that that hunger, that passion, that love for this, you know, love for being, feeling good about the sport as well. I think that can sometimes just give you that extra push. So I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put Gavin on the podium. Nice. I know uh, for me, I know Shane Flowers is one of those sneaky ones who's not showing a lot. Oh, he definitely media. is, and I love it. I love it because he always surprises everyone, and I love that because he's he's clever. He is sometimes probably forgotten about a little bit because of the bigger names. He always comes in and folks are like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing!" Like so, you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I, yeah, that's that's who I think: yeah. Tom, Adam, Gavin. Now, I, I stuck my neck out last year and had uh, in my prediction, so it was very beginning of my Instagram. I'll think Strongman if you're not following. Um, my predictions for British Strongman 2023, I had Shane Flowers third as well, and he let me down. Obviously, he let me down with his, unfortunately, having to drop out. So I've gone again. I've backed him again. Okay. For a podium. So we'll see how that Come on, out. Shane. <laughs> No, looking... no injuries this time. <laughs> Definitely not. You're not allowed. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a big year ahead of him with the world's strongest man, uh, yeah. obviously already having his invite, so I'm hoping for good things for Shane. But, yeah, that's our predictions. Amazing. It's been an amazing episode. Thank you for coming on, Nicola. No, of course. Anytime. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to seeing the competition on Saturday and obviously seeing yeah. yourself. Of course. Come and say Stop. hello. Of course. <laughs> So be nice. I love it. I can't wait. I love being, I love, I just love being like, oh, go to Giants Live this weekend, guys. See when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> all my friends are like, all the gym, people in the gym are like, aye, okay. <laughs> I, have to go and, I have to go and play with my strongman friends. Yeah, I just, I've just got to share a taxi with Pow Dwyer from the <laughs> airport. I'll let you, I'll let you know how I get on. <laughs> I love it. They're all like, that's not fair. We want to be, we want to go. I was like, well, maybe one day. One day, hopefully. Maybe on one yeah. day I'll get an entourage with me. You can come with me. <laughs> nice. I love it. But, but yeah, thank you so, so much for coming on. I hope everybody's enjoyed listening to our little preview and then our predictions of how Britain's Strongest Man will go at the weekend. Uh, obviously, if you haven't got a ticket, I believe there is a couple left. Yeah, there's a couple left and there's the live stream, obviously, Absolutely. on the official Strongman Games website where you'll get to see me. And Terry, my partner in crime. Why would you not want to come on the live stream then? Exactly. Just for that alone, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Love yeah, it. Nicola's give the plug to the live stream, which is perfect because that's exactly what I was going to do next. So she does it better anyway. She's she's Still the face. Your thunder. She's the face of the live stream, so we'll let her have it. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, that is Saturday, the twenty seventh of January. Starting from 5pm is the live stream. So if you can't make it to Sheffield, definitely get across to the live stream and watch it. It's a great show. It's a great production that Giants Life put on every single time that they put on a show. Yep. And as Nicola said, she's there. So why wouldn't you want to watch exactly. and listen? Exactly. <laughs> but thank you to everybody who's listened. I'll see you next time. Thank you.